Welcome to MBS Central. Let's talk about it. I got my co-host with me. What's going on? Hey, everyone. I'm Saray Kong. Thank you guys for joining us and NBS. Let's talk about it. How are you, Keo? I'm good, man. <laughs> like I like I told you earlier off air, um, it was a long weekend for me. Um, yeah. And, um, and um, you know, I'm glad, um, you know, we're doing MBS. Let's talk about it, man. Um, um, I had a uh, shout out to just Justin. He just left. Um, he just left today. Actually, I dropped him off the airport not too long ago. Oh, wow. He had a blast down here. She gave him the red carpet. Um, and, um, uh, he made it back home safe and, um, load him up with Asian food. Yeah, man, we, 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 we were pretty much everywhere. Shout out to my girlfriend. Also, she showed them also a good time also. So man, um, it was, uh, it was a good one, man. But you know, I had some bad news that happened. Um, yeah. a cousin Sorry of mine that I grew, yeah, a cousin of mine that I grew up, grew up with, uh, passed away. Um, so, uh, my thoughts and prayers to him and, um, and to the whole family and his kids, yeah. um, rest in peace. Um, but besides oh, that, man, all of a sudden, or did, were you guys prepared for this or you guys weren't prepared for this? Yeah, I didn't see it coming. Like, I, I was shocked. I was surprised. Uh, like, we were on our way to my sister's birthday. Shout out to my sister, Pam. <laughs> um, yeah. We, yeah um, we on our way to her um, um, her birthday. And uh, next thing you know, they call me and they told me the news. And I was, I didn't expect it at all. I didn't see it happen. And I'm still shocked till this day. But, um, so sorry, means, yeah. Um, but with that being said, you know, we do have to continue the show, and yeah. uh, the show must go on. MBS, let's talk about it. Shout out to True, wherever you at. <laughs> I hope you're fully healthy yeah. because we waiting for you. I don't know where uh -huh. you at, but we waiting for you. Uh, you better come out of hiding. You better come out of hiding, <laughs> Savior. We're looking for you. But with that, we're holding, holding it down, Keo, while we wait. So, so are you. So are down. you. <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, this is MBS. Let's talk about it. And we're going to talk about it, man. Talk about we it. We got a lot of things to talk about. We do. And we're, um, the viewer's choice topic for today to kick off the show. Um, I'm surprised it's not March Madness. We will talk about March Madness, but it happens to be from your favorite football team, the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Who, this guy here? This guy here? Are we talking about this guy? <laughs> yeah, that's that's him. Um, So, Aaron Rodgers. So, it looks like Aaron, there's been drama from last season. When they drafted uh, Jordan Love and people f felt some type of way, erupt people the wrong way. And Aaron Rodgers won MVP this past season. And it looks like Aaron Rodgers is looking to reconstruct his contract. 
So there's been dispute of, hey, should Aaron Rodgers make it work for Green Bay or should he finish his career with a different team? You're a Green Bay Packers well, fan. Well, you know what how I'm going to say. How do you feel about this? You know this? what I'm going to say. You know, first of all, congratulations on his MVP. Yes, I applaud that to him. Um, but I definitely think he, he should write it out. I, I think he's perfect for Green Bay. He's been perfect this far. Um, I don't think he should, of course, leave the Packers. He definitely shouldn't. He should just write out his career with the Packers. That's what I think. How about you, Kyo? Um, As far as this goes, man, um, I hate to be the bad guy when it comes to this. <laughs> I think... I think it's time to go, man. I think Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I think Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? It, it wouldn't be the same if Rodgers went somewhere else. It's just so weird if you saw him wear another uniform. It just, you yeah. know, green looks yeah, great. Yeah, it it, 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 it it does. And this reminds me of the Brett Favre thing. Like, when it came to Brett Favre, like, Brett Favre is one of my favorite players yeah. in football of all time. And. It just seemed weird when he changed uniforms, especially played for a rival. That's and what I think. definitely that was that when when that happened, I was really surprised when he went to the Vikings. And you know, it's when you're so used to seeing your favorite player in that certain uniform. I don't know if I can get used to him wearing a different uniform. I just I just look at it as I felt like it was a disrespect towards Aaron Rodgers when. You uh, last season, they decided in the first round they decided to draft uh, a quarterback, and it, it's and and it seemed like it was his successor. Like all these top teams made improvements. Obviously, we know Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl. They got Tom Brady. They added guys like Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette. Mm -hmm. um, then you look at a team like the Saints. They added a wide receiver to help them out. Obviously, they mm -hmm. struggled due to injuries. But the Green Bay Packers, what did they do to get Aaron Rodgers some help? They got a quarterback. <laughs> and, I, and, and the Green Bay Packers has never drafted, since Aaron Rodgers been the quarterback for that team, they have never drafted a, a, an offensive player in the first round ever. And I just felt like it was uh, – a sign of disrespect, and as far as the new coach, Matt LaFleur, those guys, they don't seem eye-to-eye -eye at all. Like, they don't they don't see eye-to-eye -eye at all, and it seems like Matt LaFleur, he wants to run things his way. He wants to make, uh, he wants to make it more of his team, how he want to construct his team, and I, I just don't, I just don't see Aaron Rodgers ending and finishing his career as a Green Bay Packer. I'm you sorry. Do. You don't see him ending his career as a Green Bay Packers? Yeah, you I know. think I think I think he will finish his career somewhere else. Like I I, I really well, I mean I, I, I guess only time will tell, right? I mean, I would I would I would definitely be surprised if he ends up Signing a huge contract, staying with the Packers, like I, I, I would, I would like to see that too because you know, as great as Aaron is, um, it's always good to see a 
these great players finished their, their career, you know, with that one team, like got with like uh like these legendary athletes, like a Kobe, like a like a Michael Jordan. I do um, agree with obviously. you that we do that. Rogers definitely needs some help. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of a lot of other players that's been on the team is, are now gone. So I definitely think that, you know, but, but I feel like Rogers has definitely been holding strong every year. You know what I mean? So I hope he stays. Um, I'll always be a fan of his. I love the Packers. I've, it would just be weird if it was someone else. So weird. But, you know, um, Brett Favre was great and Rogers took his place. I felt like it was almost seamless when the transition made. Um, but again, I hope he stays with the Packers, but, you know, of course, you know, whatever's best for, you know, everybody wants to reach their highest potential and if yeah, what's best for business, exactly, exactly. At the end of the day, it's going to be what's best for him. So, but I've always been a fan of the Packers and, um, I hope he stays. That's my thought about that. All right, so we're gonna move on over to our next topic for tonight, and um, and I know, and I just I mentioned March Madness earlier, and um, we're gonna talk about match March Madness, the NCAA tournament, um, occurred uh this past week, man, and mm -hmm. we finished two rounds. We're at the Sweet Sixteen now. Sweet so, Sixteen. Yes. We've seen a lot of surprises. We've seen a lot of upsets. But my question I want to ask you is, who who are the current favorites as of right now to win the title right now? From, well, for me, from I'm gonna, I want UCLA to, to, to win. That's the team that I'm going to pick that I want to win. Um, you know, it's a big California team and – um, they've been very successful in the past. So what about you? Who do you who are your selections that you are looking to um, win March Madness or the teams that you're looking to see move up? Um, who I so so who do I want to win? I want a Pac-12 team to win because I'm a 12 Pac-12 guy. You know, we're both from the West Coast. Obviously, I'm going to be rooting them. And the Pac-12s, they've they've been dominating the tournament right now. You got uh you got a grip of Pac-12 teams in the tournament right now. You got UCLA, USC, you got um um uh Oregon's in there. So um you got you got a good amount of Pac-12 teams in there. But I think the as far as the question goes, as far as who are the favorites to me right now, mm -hmm. uh, I'm going with Gonzaga. I like Gonzaga as the favorite right now. I think Gonzaga, they've been dominating in the regular season. They've been they've been firm and steady, especially as a top team in the regular season. And they've showed that in the tournament also. Uh they I think they recently just beat Oklahoma. They got I think they got Creighton coming up in their next matchup. And they got it, they got an easy path. At, as far as um, advancing to the final four, so I definitely have um, Gonzaga with uh, with Kisper and um, one of my favorite players in the tournament, Jalen Suggs. Um, I think they're a definitely a favorite right now. 
uh, from from the 16 teams that I see as of right now. Yeah, the sweet 16 teams. All right, so make sure you games, so you yeah. make sure you check out you know uh, coverage on the tournament for this week for the sweet 16, and um, see if your favorite team's advances, man, uh, and and let's see. Um, um, if you guys are right in your guys' tournament challenge and if your bracket get got busted, because mine did. So um, with that being said, we're going to wrap up college basketball and we're going to move on over to our very next topic. And, what are we um, talking looking... about? What was that? What's our... What are we talking about? What's our next topic? Wow. So I'm looking forward to talk about this. Um, we will be talked. We're going to be talking about the vaccine. Um, so fortunately, um, um, according to certain informations that I read, that um, you um, you have to take a vaccine if you want to travel outside of the country. And I know some people have a huge problem with that. And I know there's a good amount of people I know that don't want to take the vaccine at all. I know yeah. a good friend of mine. Um, he's what actually. What do you think is their reason why they're not wanting to get the vaccine at all? Have you asked him why he doesn't want to? Um, because um, it's people been getting sick off of it. Like a good friend of mine has ha, has been in the hospital bed since he's I, since he's taken his vaccine. Like, wow. and there's and there's some people out there that, that you know the vaccine works fine, and there's some that doesn't. So basically, what I'm going to ask you now is, um, do you have a problem that you're forced to take a vaccine just to travel Absolutely. outside of the country? Absolutely, I do. I I just think that you know, um, again, I understand the health has the health part of it. I understand the importance of um you know of this virus um but the vaccine you know this is how i feel about things since i moved to california i've learned every year there's always a massive massive forest fire constantly you know what i mean and every year california try to figure out how to put out this forest fire um, during the hottest season. It's not like they're surprised. They always know every year is going to get really hot and you're going to have forest fire. They can't even figure that out yet. They can't even conquer that yet. And But, you know, for them to come up with a vaccine within a year, I just... And then um, to me, it's great whoever, um, you know, like my mother, she's, she's ill, so, she, you know, um, she's at high risk. And you know, her getting the shot, you know, was a must, but at the same time, you know, you're taking, you're taking another, it, 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 you're taking a chance, you, you know what I mean? So I feel like um, forcing somebody to get the vaccine is, um, it's not cool, you know what I mean? Um, but I guess if, you know, if you're trying to travel to see a loved one and now you're restricted, because now you have to get the vaccine. You know, I pray to God that, you know, there is no 
reaction to this vaccine later on as the days go, you know what I mean? Um, as years progress, because as far as I know, in the past, you know, Bill Gates had came up with many vaccines and go over to India and inject so many kids, so many people, and it backfired. You know, so many people were paralyzed. So many kids were paralyzed, all because of the name of a vaccine. You know what I mean? So I just, I don't think it's cool that they force people but I, I, you know, um, it's all personal opinion about if you believe in the coronavirus or not, I guess, you know, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't like that they do that. So, but what do you think? I think, um, I, th I don't think you, you, you should be forced to take a vaccine shot. I, I I don't agree with that at all. I don't I think you know if you decide you want to take it, then you'll take it. If not, then I don't think you should be forced to take it. Like um, you know, like at like at my job, like you know, um they're asking everybody, hey, do you want to take the vaccine shot? Yes or no. If they if, if my job told me, hey, you have to take the vaccine. Then that then that's gonna be a huge problem for me. I don't ag agree with that. You should be forced to take a vaccine, I, and I understand that. You know, um, they want you know everybody to be safe, follow follow the safety measures. Do they? And, that's the real question. Do they? They say they procrastinate. You know, to a certain degree they say they want us to be safe but you know there's so many people that had reactions from the shot and you never hear about that on the news you know what i mean um yeah they talk about how many people are getting that dying from the coronavirus and some people are not even dying from the coronavirus but they label that as well so it's like you know today today's news and all that stuff is just it's messed up if people are losing their job over it that's really good keo that they're not forcing you you know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, you what would you have done, though? You would have gotten a shot if you had to, right? Yeah. Like, like I've, I, like I said, I've, I've, I've told, I said it on the show before that I've declined the vaccine shot. I, I've been working through COVID. Um, I've been working through COVID since last year of April, and we're going to be at April. And I've been completely fine. Um, I probably, I probably did have COVID, and I just didn't realize it. And I'm, I'm good. I don't need, um, I don't need no vaccine. And I don't think you should be forced to take a vaccine yeah. shot. You know what's crazy? It's even patent. You know what I mean? So anything that's patent, it's a man-made. You know what I mean? So they don't talk about that. That stuff is not. You know they don't. You, it, I feel that. People should really do their research, period, about everything that they consume through the internet, through the news. You know, there's so many things that are painted for us to believe. You know, today's world, little little that we know, try to control our thinking just by the things that um, we do and see. So I just feel like, you know, um, I work, you know, I work with an organization in Cambodia, which is um, a ministry to help orphanage. And, you know, my goal was to go to Cambodia and 
Mike, which is the um, the guy that runs the organization, he said there's the possibility they're making everybody get vaccinated before returning to before entering Cambodia. So you know um, that's a big bummer to me. Um, I hope it change. It, it changes. The rules changes, so I can still go visit without having to be forced to get this man-made vaccine you know um you know what i mean it's just i don't know it's absurd to me but yeah definitely um but i i hope you you know you do end up going to cambodia and um um get to goals uh, yeah accomplish um the goals that you want to accomplish um because uh i want to go to cambodia but i just haven't had an opportunity yet yeah so uh so i, you I hope you're able to travel even though you know especially with this uh, being forced to take this vaccine shot because you're traveling outside of the country yeah. i'm so scared of this vaccine shot honestly i'm i don't know it's weird you know i'm i'm scared so you know, yeah, I was making jokes that everybody's going to turn into zombies a year from now. It's going to be like that movie, I Am Legend. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen that movie with I Am Legend with Will Smith? Yeah. 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 It was all nothing but experimenting. <laughs> they were experimenting and it all went backfired and it caused everybody. And they try to blame it on, you know, a certain certain thing, but it was just a man-made experiment that went wrong and caused everybody to have this virus. You know what I mean? So I joke about that. And believe it or not, the military is actually equipped for um, people when they do turn into zombies. So I thought that was just funny. But um, yeah, I do. I too hope that things change and you're not forced to do anything. You know what I mean? Especially take this vaccine. So All right. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna uh we're gonna you talk Moving about on. traveling to Cambodia. So we're gonna talk about the Cambodian culture a little bit. Last uh last week we're talking about um you know, or two weeks ago we talked about the possibility of Cambodian New Year's. So in yeah. in a in a couple major cities where uh, they do celebrate Cambodian New Year's, they've decided to cancel Cambodian New Year's for the second straight year. So are you with or against this decision of them canceling Cambodian New Year's for the second straight year? I'm gonna say against. I'm definitely against. Um I just hope that you know it you know that's I at first when I heard that I thought it could be you know the fear of what's going on you know with this whole um hate crime against Asians and, you know, with this big new year, big gathering, you know what I mean? Um, I would think that that was something that would cross their mind too, because, you know, everything that's going on, like you mentioned, something that just happened recently at the grocery store, I think you said, um, you know, so to me, um, you know, I understand if it is the COVID or if it's the fear of, um, I know through the reading, they said that it's just COVID, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's also a little bit of the fear of the crimes that's going on, you know? So I wish, I, I wish they didn't cancel it. 
but I'm I'm sure they'll be next year. And so on. Well, um, mm. if you want to celebrate Cambodia New Year's, your ass better go to Texas because Did Texas is a hundred. Yeah, Texas is 100% open. <clears throat> they got a big Cambodian population over there, especially down in Dallas, and a, a beautiful temple down there. But as far as I know, Stockton, California, uh, I think they have one of the biggest, um, you know, populations as far as uh, Cambodians go. Yeah. Um, they're they're canceling it for the second straight year. Um, I, I actually was looking forward to it, man. I was like, damn, man. We might have Cambodian New Year's because they just up. We just moved because we go by color tiers down in um, down in uh, the Bay Area uh, mm -hmm. as far as COVID goes. So uh, we just moved to the the orange tier. It's like I guess a little bit more closer to reopening. Yeah. And um, they hit up with this. I know. I was kind of just. I was kind of disappointed. I don't know. Maybe they'll go back and change it and say, "Hey, man, uh, we we may have Cambodian New Year's, but from the temple leaders down in Stockton, they said that they're gonna, you know, they wanna uh, keep it close. Safety, people. you know, the yeah. safety for everybody out there, and obviously, <clears throat> you know, there's um, we won't have it. Um, but you know, me and my family. We're still gonna celebrate it regardless. Um, yeah. So, uh, you have a big but, family, thank you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I got you know, you know, five sisters. Wow, um, five sisters. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so we definitely still gonna celebrate, but I am kind of disappointed. I, I don't yeah. agree with it. Um, I mean, they, I, I think they could have implemented some safety protocols behind it. For Cambodian New Year's, I think I don't think they really um, thought about it thoroughly, especially the risk. Yeah, I agree. And um, and, and I I don't know what's gonna go on with um, you know, the rest of the counties, especially in California. But um, but yeah, I, I, I think either, but I'm gonna definitely check out um, hit up my my friend that lives in Long Beach, and he does a lot of um you know, organ organizing um, the parties and stuff like that at that, I forgot what it's called, that casino. Um, I hope they do something because it'll be nice to, um, you know, be among other Cambodians and um, and eat some good food. So, yeah. You know yeah, not, I mean? and, and, not, and not just Cambodians, man. Um, even for, you, uh, you know, the Laos and Thai because we yeah. are mm -hmm. Celebrate at the same time, so pretty much, yeah. I, just think it, I think it just sucks though to not have it for the second straight year. Man, I I I just don't agree with it. I think yeah. I think we should have. Yeah, I think they could have put up different protocols and safety uh, measures. You know what I mean? I, I think we could have had it, but like you said, you know, they probably weren't prepared or really thought it through, and just probably. You know, um, that's a bummer because I really wanted to be open too. So, but yeah, me too. So, but yeah, that's, that's what that's what I know that's happening in Stockton right now. Um, I I can't confirm with as far as uh 
Long Beach goes because I know Long Beach they have a huge Cambodian community down there. I can't I can't confirm that. I know Dallas is definitely gonna have um the their Cambodian New Year's um down in Massachusetts. Um I'm not sure about that. Mm -hmm. Um and um I I or Boston and I and I hope they do, man, because I do want to see yeah. Cambodian New Year's, man. Like that that definitely does suck. Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> But, but what can we do with that being with that Stop. being said so, with that being said we you know um you know we had a, a tragedy happened um this past week um another shooting once again um that um that killed um um multiple people um injured them also and um in Boulder, Colorado, uh, once again, man, the shooting, um, uh, the, these mass shootings, it's just the numbers are skyrocketing compared to, um, as, if you want to compare the quarterly to last year, um, from where we're at from this year, it's it's coming down at, at the same rate right now, and we're about to eclipse it. So it is, it's not bad. It's not looking good. And... Uh, Oh uh, well, what what were your thoughts um, when you heard about the shooting at the grocery store in Boulder, Colorado? Oh, you know, um, my my biggest thing is, um, you know, mental health is the number one key. A lot of people <clears throat> don't have that outlet to, um, or the resources, or even just the knowledge of seeking help when you're mentally and emotionally unstable. I feel like, you know, these rampages that happened, it's it's because of mental um, unstableness. You know what I mean? I, you know, again, just like what happened with um, the people at the massage parlor, <clears throat> that young man being only 21 years old, you know, again, mentally unstable. You know what I mean? These people don't really know how to act right. And so they're they're numb to the world. They're they act out without any emotions. You know, like there's no there's no human sense of sense of love or, you know, it's like they're tuned out. So what I, you know, it, it, again, to me, you know, everybody um, creates so much awareness about a, a lot of other things, but I feel like we need to create more awareness about the mental health. I feel like, you know, people neglect, are neglected in their childhood and abused in their childhood. And then, you know, whether they get bullied during high school and just had, you know, parents that neglected them, or maybe their parents were alcoholic or drug addicts, you know what I mean? And then, and then before you know it, he's 22 years old and have all these dark trauma things that happened to him where he goes numb. And then he goes into the world, you know, and everything doesn't fall in order. This person starts to hate everything around them. And then they go even more numb. And then we're killing people there's no, they don't even twitch, not even an eye move. You know what I mean? It's like, 
again, I stress about the mental health. I feel like, you know, people put on put a band-aid on mental health. People are not really realizing that, okay, you know, this person being neglected throughout their whole childhood could be the next mass killer. You know, this young man that was abandoned by his family, you know what I mean, that's living out in the streets, you know what I mean, could be the next serial killer, the next rapist. You know, we're not, nobody is focusing, focusing on the mental health. You know, I get it. It costs money to take your kids to therapy. That's, a, that's again, you know, and, and, and um, you know, and some parents don't want to take the extra um, uh, duty to have to take their kid to go. And some people are just in denial. They don't think that there's anything wrong with them. And then before you know it, they got these kids that are right up under them are growing to be a monster and heartless. So again, I blame it on, you know, as much as I want to blame it on that individual soul that did that. But like you say, the numbers are going up and every year is always some kind of mass shooting. You know what I mean? And again, you know, um, whether if it's um, towards a race, whether if it's hate against transgender or gay people, you know what I mean? Um, I have a son and he's transgender and he's Asian and black, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, do I, I wonder how the world is gonna treat him. But you know what? The only thing I worry about is making sure that my son is mentally and emotionally stable. So when the world try to be messed up to him, he's not gonna break. He's not gonna go numb and wanna all of a sudden you know, go kill people that that bullied him or people that discriminate against him. He wants to go kill all those people. You know, again, the world is tough and there's so many people aren't built to deal with discrimination, hate, rejection. Those are things that should be taught in school because the again, the mental state is huge and we're not looking at it enough. You know, maybe math problems will help it out. Or maybe, you know, writing a huge history story about something that's going to be irrelevant in their life. You know what I mean? Again, school does nothing but mental health. Kids come from broken homes, go to school with all that pressure, go back home to that BS, and then have to get good grades. You know what I mean? And then get bullied in school. It's so much pressure. You don't understand why people blow up. You don't understand why people hate. You know what I mean? Because the lack of understanding and the lack of um, mental health, help, period. So, yeah, I was really bothered by that. You know what I mean? Again, more innocent life was shed based on one ignorant of a person that, again, could all have been saved if somebody paid attention to his mental health. So that's how I feel about that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I agree with everything that you said. Um, and I, and you know, these issues that we're dealing with and I'm not, and it's not just in this country. I'm talking about in the entire world right now, man, there's a lot of issues that, that, people are not addressing that should be addressed and and i'm glad that we have this platform to address these issues that hasn't been addressed like you know there's certain 
um, problems and issues that's going on in China that people don't want to address, uh, problems and issues in Cambodia, Thailand, India, um, mm -hmm. in Iraq. Yes. And, uh, and these those issues they they need to they need to be addressed and um and the the mental issue men, these mental issues with individuals it's man it's 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 it's, it's so yeah. huge and you know um if you think about it you know rejection you know is a hard thing to accept. You know, when you're rejected as a child and abandoned, you know, how you deal with rejection when you get older is huge. Because now when you're older and somebody rejects you, you know, some people act out on rejection. Some people want to act a fool. You know what I mean? And, you know, rejection is just a feeling. It doesn't need to consume you. But people get consumed by it. I can't believe that girls didn't want to date me or I can't believe that guy rejected me or I can't believe that store owner didn't want to acknowledge me or, you know, people, you know, people don't really um, know how to deal with their emotions um, better without, you know, putting anger behind it. You know what I mean? And um, <clears throat> the, the biggest thing too, like in our culture, you know, um, I, I don't agree that, you know, you know, a lot of times women are not supposed to speak up or, you know, just certain things that are embedded in us through our ancestors. So, you you know, so you got the, you know, you got this pretty much from one generation to the other, you know, no one really breaks that chain. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, you know, I'm really grateful that we do have this platform and that we're able to shine light on whatever it is that we desire so i am definitely but I'm, but but, but i but i but i am glad that certain issues right now that's being addressed are being talked about and people are starting to have conversations about it because this has been going on for a very long time racism been going on for a long time Social inequality, injustice, been going on for a very long time. Um, um, the discrimination towards towards Asians been going on for a really long time. Um, yeah. Discrimination towards even a uh, Middle Eastern been going on there for a very long time. These yeah. these gotta be uh, um, addressed. Um, yeah. Uh, so, um, that this discrimination itself, you know, um, again, I'm sure you probably had it said to you multiple times, you know, growing up myself in Minnesota, you know, just me and my mother, you know, we lived in the projects and, you know, we got discriminated from, from blacks and whites. It didn't matter. You know, it was always like, go back to your country. And, you know, that's what I remember growing up and, you know, it didn't matter if it if it, it didn't come from just one race. You know what I mean? It just um, hate comes in many different color. You know, and um, that too. You know, um, it, you know, it, it's just again, um, what stems the hate when somebody looks different than you? You know what I mean? Who? Again, it, it stems from the house. It stems from their family, their mental health. You know what I mean? Mental health is, you know, 
that's where it divides us, you know, um, it's just unbelievable. So. Yeah. And, and, and this is not the type of show where you have, you, you have that conversation once because it's a hot topic. No, I'm going to keep having this conversation. I'm going to let Saray know that we're going to have keep having this conversation. I'm going to let um, Xavier know that we're going to have to keep having this conversation until it gets spread out to the entire country, even the entire world, because we need to have this conversation more than just one time, not just that one Pacific time, just because a tragedy happened. This conversation that happened more than just once so people notice it and realize it exactly exactly you know um i do wish that you know a lot of us that did come to america with a lot of the past trauma a lot of us our parents probably went through and believe it or not you know energy is energy and we all um feel each other's energy you know what i mean and um, a lot of us don't realize that low key that we're, you know, we're we're keeping trauma in and not not addressing certain things that hurt you. You know what I mean? And you know, one thing too in our culture is, you know, we're not we're not taught to express our feelings or tell us about your feelings. You know what I mean? You never hear like your mom go, you know, uh, you know, ask you. How was your day was normally, you know, it's not as intimate and it needs to be more intimate today in today's world. Now we need to be more intimate with our kids, um, with our family members, with our friends, you know, letting them know like, hey, what's wrong? What's bothering you? Don't keep it all in. Let me help you. When people deal with certain things by themselves, it just manifests into something really big. You know what I mean? I feel like. Um, you know, everything is great. The TV, the movies, everything is great. But at the end of the day, you're going to be isolated with you and yourself and your own thoughts. You know what I mean? Ain't no movie going to help you when you're sad or bothered within yourself. You know what I mean? Those are things that, um, we need to, as people need to learn to speak up more and ask for help when, when, when you are frustrated, when 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 you certain trauma keeps keeps haunting you, you know it's it's not a stupid thing to talk about. I feel like <clears throat> some people just you know, especially in our culture, you know, we're not really taught to speak about our feelings. You know what I mean? And um, I think that should change. You know? Yeah, and I believe uh, with this with uh, continuing to have these conversations and and addressing these issues that people are afraid to speak and talk about, I think it it can make a change and I believe it will. Me too. Thank you. All right. So, you know, with that being said, that actually wraps up tonight's show. We're going to wrap up, do our shout outs. uh, And, um, I also wanted to mention, um, you know, what we can do more as far as spreading more awareness and just being more mindful as um, individuals. You know, um, 
like we talked earlier, Kyo, I was mentioning, I want to mention to you guys is that, you know, what are we doing as, um, you know, Asian Americans, Indian Americans, or, you know, whatever, you come to this country and, you know, you become a whatever American, whatever your nationality is, you know, do, do we forget our own country? And you know what I mean? A lot of us come to this great land because we run from, what was it? You know, poverty. We ran from hardship. We ran from, you know, lack and limitations, whatever you want to say. And then you come to this country, <clears throat> and you live your Hollywood dream or your California life or your, your American life. And my, you know, you kind of forget. And my thing is, please don't forget. Never forget where your ancestors came from. Never forget, you know, where they laid their head just because now you're in a different soil. You know, don't forget you know, where your great, 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 great grandparents. And remember, your roots are where your roots were, no matter what land you're at. And I just feel like, you know, right now, because of the success you might have in America, it takes a second, you know, to look deep down in your heart and say, you know what, let me, let me, re let me, let me go, let me reach out to and look around in Cambodia. And for me, what I could do now that I'm living my great American life. And for me, what hit home with me was the kids. Again, mental health. You know, you can't choose how you come into this world, but you can choose how you leave this world. And some of these kids did not choose to be abandoned, to pick parents that were whatever, prostitutes, alcoholic, um, you know, drug addict, whatever the reason why they were abandoned. You know, those, those, so to me, now that I've lived and living my American life as a Asian American, what am I doing to plant a better seed in my home where my roots started off? So what I did was, again, I researched and I found some orphanage. I made sure that I was extremely connected with everybody and try to plant a better seed for these kids. So I just want to empower everybody else if they're looking to say, you know what, what can I do as an Asian American in, in India has the highest trafficking rate as well as in Asia for kids trafficking. You know what I mean? What can we do to save some of these kids that are born with these situations where their parents aren't around or they're abandoned or whatever it is? What can we do now that we're successful Asian Americans? You know what I mean? I get that we want our voice to be heard in America and be, have equal rights, that's amazing. We all deserve everything equal because we all are the same. But don't forget about the people back home too. You know what I mean? Let's, let's, let's extend that right, right? Let's go ahead and extend the right for them too, right? Let's not do, let's do that too. We got, you know, let's, let's, you know, the hate crime against Asian. Let's do let's do the hate crime against Asian in Cambodia. Believe it or not, there's hate. There's Asians hating Asians too. You know what I mean? So it's like, how yeah. can, how can we not only get other people to respect us? How can we respect our own people as well and help our own people? So don't forget, you know, while we're being Asian Americans, African Americans, Indian Americans, whatever American you are. All I'm saying is don't forget where your roots and your ancestors came from. And, you know, high poverty countries are number one target for kidnapping our children because you know what? They're the broken. They're the abandoned. They're the lost. Nobody's going to come look for them. And while these evil people take them, 
and destroy them. You know what I mean? And then, you know, so if you really want to extend the the help, and if you want, and if you, you're trying to figure out what I could do, you know, um, look back where you came from and see what you can do to help rebuild your country. Go back and visit as much as you can. You know, I mean, don't forget, you know, um, again, the most high poverty country are the number one rate of child kidnapping. Let's let's change this. And these children that are being kidnapped, if they do make it to adulthood, do you know how mentally messed up they are? God knows they can be the next serial killer. You know what I mean? There's so much suicide is also another self-sabotage of a, a serious mental health. So again, guys, um, thank you so much, Keo, um, for allowing me to express that. I just can't, um, you know, I just can't express enough to spread as much love and awareness to each other. So <sighs> I feel good now. <laughs> so, Yo, yes, I'm um, glad. So much um we talked about it we definitely talked about it <laughs> uh we talked about it um i hope everybody stays safe and <laughs> um thank you mbs for um you know allowing us to have this platform and being a part of the team keo and xavier and everybody that um follows us and watches our live weekly I appreciate you guys so much. God bless you guys, because um, you definitely hide me and Keo up. You know, we can't, we look forward to every week to be on here. <laughs> what the topics are that you want us to talk about. We appreciate you guys so much on Facebook, on the streams, on all the outlets that we have. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. And Keo, my host, oh, wait, this way. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yo. yes. Yo, uh, shout out, shout out to everybody that tunes into the MBS show. Um, like I said, it was a very long week. I'm glad I was able to do the show. Um, and I wasn't gonna miss the show at all. Um, it doesn't matter what happens, man. I know a lot of things goes on in our personal lives. It doesn't matter. The show must go on, and and we here, man. And shout out, like like I said, shout out to the whole MBS team. Shout out to um Saray. She always holding it down every single week, especially I know she's really busy. <laughs> you know, especially with her brand and her line, and you got your poetry you. going on. Um, so uh, shout out to you. Thank you. Yeah, every Mondays, make sure you check it out on Instagram. And yes. shout out to X, man. I know uh you still dealing with your injury, and I hope you come back soon, man. I I, I really do, and um. Like I said, man, shout out to everybody that tunes into the MB, uh, MBS. Let's talk about it and uh, um, be friends. safe. Be safe out there. Uh, be safe. And, uh, and God be bless smart. you guys. Yes. Be smart. Be and like X says, yeah, be mindful. And like X says, like even like X says, man, love over everything, man. Uh, let's, Amen. let's. Yeah, man. Uh, yes. We got too much hate in this world, man. We got to we got to mm -hmm. stop that, man. Um, yeah. But, but with that being said, man, this is MBS. Let's talk about it. Episode sixty three. I am Keo. That's Ray, and we are officially out. Out of here. Bye, guys. <laughs>